OTB GAA. You don't just have a speech the Wednesday before a game. You go out and you rile up your team and go out and play the match with fire and brimstone. Now you analyse teams to death. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports Welcome back to the football show It is Thursday night which means it's time to chat to Republic of Ireland legend John Giles John, how are you getting on? I'm good, Will Probably better than Liverpool are right now, John, I would think After what was a pretty timid exit from Europe against Real Madrid last evening Uh, Going down 1-0 on the night, easily beaten over the two legs As it worked out after the 5-2 reversal in the first leg And this is a Liverpool team, John, who haven't, whatever registering points or a win They haven't even scored since they beat Manchester United 7-0 They used to say it's football, but I've never seen anything as dramatic as this, Will In the Liverpool situation I thought Madrid were the better team. I don't think uh, Liverpool look like they're uh, winning this particular match. So it's very, very hard to to know or even to guess what's happening. Uh, you know, a, a, a super performance against Manchester United and then, then two mediocre performances at best. So it's, 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 I haven't seen any, or I don't remember seeing anything like this for a long time. A long, long time. Because it seemed as well, John, that they were moving in the right direction, that it wasn't just one freak result against Manchester United. They played well in the five league games before that. They were keeping clean sheets. And next thing, there was that really good performance. And you're thinking, here's a good platform to work from now. They got themselves back within touching distance of the top four again. So there was every incentive to go on a good run of form into the international break. And yet Liverpool have played so poorly since that game at Anfield against United. Well, what happens in my experience, when you're playing against a top team, say I was playing at Leeds' top team and Spurs or Manchester United were coming, you're, you're up for it because you w- I'm only giving you my, my, my take on it. You used to wake up nervous, you know? And obviously when you, ha- when you do that, you get the adrenaline going. Now, I don't mean nervous, shaking, shaking like a leaf. I mean nervous, this is a big match. We've got to do our stuff today. You know, the, the, that day it was Bobby Charlton and Dennis Law. Uh, you have to do your stuff. So you're really up for it in a way that's natural. You're nervous. You're up for it. Now, when, you, when you're playing against a team uh, which is bottom of the league, say, the following week, you don't have that intensity of nervousness. So you have to make the nerve nervousness. Do you know what I mean? Well, you have to think, well, I'm not as nervous as should be, so... And see what happens when you're playing against a lesser team in your head we should beat these easily they're a lesser team that's where it all goes wrong you have to make yourself believe we've got to play against these teams in a way that's similar to the Manchester United I've got to make myself do it it's not a natural thing it's not the nervousness before against Manchester United. you're really up for it in these matches now in, in, I think what happened with uh, Liverpool obviously they were up for the Manchester United match because they knew we're at home, this is a big match, we're out to play, and they totally outplayed them and killed them. Now, the next match comes along, which is an away match. You don't have that nervousness, right? You think Bournemouth, who, uh, and it's not something that you, you say among yourselves, oh, we, we, it's just there. That, that fear is not there like it was the previous week against Manchester United. That's my take on it. But when you're coming to Real Madrid, 
Like now, this is a big match, and you, know, you have a lot to do to catch up on the previous result. But really, but looking at it the other day, I thought Real Madrid were too good for them. Mm. They were just too good for them. They couldn't. They couldn't really get into the game, and uh, it, it ended up pretty pretty badly for them. You know, in in what's the the the, the Champions League? It's a huge summer ahead. I, I don't know how, in your experience of football as well. What happens when a team goes off the boil a bit like this? And obviously, Liverpool fans will say massive investment is going to be needed this summer. They need to get new players in. They need to freshen it up. Is that the only way, Reid, to reinvigorate a dressing room is actually maybe to uh, yeah, take yeah, some of those players out and get new guys in? Uh, Reed, uh, sorry, Will. I'm going back to last week against Manchester United. Mm. Manchester United were coming with a really good record going for it. They were probably fancied to win the match. Liverpool beat them 7-0. How can you do that on a day... When the previous week or now since then you're not doing it. It doesn't make sense. I mean the players that they talked about in midfield were finished on the, on against Manchester United, they had totally outplayed Manchester United everywhere. Midfield, up front, defending. And then you go to Bournemouth the next week and you got beaten. So there's, there's something not not right because last year when they were really doing their stuff in previous years. They, they, they would have, if they beat Manchester United like that. In my opinion, there's no way they'd go to Bournemouth and be beaten. Something, something amiss. There's something wrong from the previous years. I wonder how disappointed they'd be as well, John, with the way they went down at the Bernabeu midweek as well. Because you go to Real Madrid, and I know Real Madrid are defending a lead, but Ancelotti was very keen to point out all week. It was like if Liverpool get one or two goals, they could pull yes. themselves back into this tie. Yeah. I never got the feeling during the game that Liverpool were actually going to. Uh, score enough goals to turn it into a contest or we're actually going to push Real Madrid Real Madrid to me looked pretty comfortable across the game yeah I, I thought uh, Real Madrid was a better team on the night I didn't see that that uh, uh, difference between the Liverpool match and the Madrid match it was just Liverpool weren't good enough uh, there was no great go about them uh, but because uh, obviously Real Madrid, a very, very good team of terrific players. And I thought they deserved so I didn't see any great go in Liverpool to catch up on the on, on and it was very difficult to catch up on the pre on the, the first result. So it's a creative anything in football or anything really is about attitude. What are you going to do? We've got to do this, we've got to do that. Every match, every match you play in, you have to do that or else you're going to be beaten. Well, John, when you talk and I about, think it's the attitude at Liverpool that's been wrong. When you talk about killer attitudes, Erling Haaland has it in spades. So he's played 25 games in the Champions League between Dortmund and Man City. He's got 30 goals in those 25 games. 39 goals in his matches for Man City so far this season. So he's mm. there. He's had the best ever scoring season of any Manchester, Manchester City forward and that's in March. Yeah. Like these are these are crazy numbers he puts up. But this is a guy who's a real killer. We were watching the game here in the office the other night and it wasn't like these were difficult finishes or brilliant goals, but he was just there and really sharp around the box, John, whenever a chance popped up during that game against Leipzig. Yeah. Well, I think Liverpool, uh, sorry, Manchester City were at the best there. There has been matches with Manchester City in recent times. They haven't been at the best. I see the, 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 uh, Pep Guardiola had a go at uh, De Bruyne for his, his attitude or something about him. Uh, and I, I, I agree with him on that. I think he's a, a hugely talented player. Uh, but he's inclined to get on to his, his teammates when they're not doing this, that and the other. And and he's he's come back to form. You know, but there's no doubt about Haaland, what you're saying. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, 
because somebody has to make the chances for him. You know, if you, if you look at him, he, he doesn't score great individual goals, but he's there when he needs to be there for a cross to come in. He's, he's a phenomenon, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and, and, and a good lad with it. You know, he plays for the team, he has a go. But as a, as a, a forward, he's dependent on getting the supply. If he doesn't get the supply, he's not going to score. So I think Manchester City were exceptionally good the other night. They have been good in recent times. They went off a little bit themselves. But uh, for, for Haaland to do what he does uh, and, and score the amount of goals that he does is phenomenal. As we see, he's a big lad. He's good in the air. Very, very quick and well-balanced for a, for a big lad. You know, he's a, he's a real topper. And, and if Manchester City continue to make the goals, there's no doubt that he'll finish them. Yeah, they're going to be very, very hard beaten, I think, in Europe, particularly this year, John, because they've come so close to winning the European Cup in recent seasons and they look back to that final against uh, Chelsea a couple of years ago and thought yeah. they were big favourites going into that game. They let the lead slip last year against Real Madrid. So this is, because they've been so successful in the league over the last five, six years, you can understand why Guardiola wants to get another Champions League, uh, both for himself and a first one for the club. You bring yeah. in Haaland to try and win these big competitions and people can argue maybe they're not scoring more goals collectively with Haaland and the team but this is what you want Haaland for are these big oh, yeah. European nights where he might score the type of goals that the other players of the club can't do. Well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, his record alone for this first season uh, in, in the, the, the Premiership is unbelievable. But what has he scored? He scored about nearly 40 goals now, hasn't yeah, he? He's only one short. 39 goals he's got and here we are <laughs> I mean, in the third week of March. phenomenal. And, and uh, like, obviously... Uh, Guardiola would love, and and the City fans would live love the to win the Champions League, uh, and I, I think it's a bit harsh on Pep sometimes when well he hasn't really done it yet because he hasn't won the Champions League with uh, with City. Now he's won the Champions League twice, uh, but I, I know I'm talking now as the next player. I would rather win the league than the Champions League, just due to the consistency and the challenge. Well, I suppose, 30, well yeah. in my day it was forty two matches. You had to do it for 42 matches. Now it's 38, which is a lot of, still a lot of matches. That's week in, week out, week in and week out. I mean, uh, there's, there's Tuchel, was he a better manager than Pep? Because he won the, the Champions League with Chelsea. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel might think he's a better manager, John, but I'd say most <laughs> yeah, people would argue... Yeah, but his record hasn't shown that. He, yeah. he, 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 no, he hasn't won... What's, what's, what's Pep won? Five leagues, six leagues. You know, that's, that's consistency. That's what you want from a team consistency 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 that's what we're talking about Liverpool at the moment they, they beat Manchester but then there's no consistency but I know, I'm only giving you my take on it. a lot of other players old, old players like myself would say no I'd rather win the Champions League but you win the Champions League over a series of matches group four you can be the first group there's four, four teams in it you might only win two of those matches you could lose a few matches along that in, in, the, in the league the Premiership really you can't afford to, to. You don't get two or three chances if you're losing too many matches in the in the Premiership. Anyway, that's just my take on it. But yeah. I think uh, Haaland is doing his stuff. There's no doubt. I think the players around him have to keep supplying him to Brian as well. If he gets back on top, he's the one that can give, give them more uh, supply more goals than anything else. Uh, and that happened last week. They were very very good, Manchester City. There's no doubt. But Haaland, Haaland is no doubt, is a phenomenon. And he's only 22. He's nowhere near his peak. 
Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League, EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports well, City are in a title race at the moment. If the Premier League title is still important, which I'm sure it is, like they're trying to win both the trophies here. And like Arsenal, we've got them live on Sunday here on Off the Ball. They're going to play against Crystal Palace in the 2 p.m. kickoff. A lot of FA Cup on this weekend, so it's a rare uh, Premier League fixture on Sunday afternoon. But the chance for Arsenal to go eight points clear, John, they'll have ten point ten games left at that point if they're eight points clear. This yeah. Arsenal team were kind of rucking results out in the last few weeks. That win against Bournemouth, particularly, which was won quite late. And then they played, I think, you know how you feel, really well against Fulham. Beat Fulham 3-0 last week. And this is a, a Fulham team who are doing really well in mid-table at the moment. Yeah, I think they're capable of winning it. Uh, he, he had a, a good performance a few weeks ago against Villa when they went behind. Uh, and and he, he didn't, didn't panic in any way. Uh, they kept playing the way they should. I think against uh, Fulham, they were very, very good from the start. And Fulham are, are a reasonably good side, you know. As we know, they're up there, Will. Uh, but but they, they they played them off the pitch. The, the only the only thing I have against Arteta is sometimes he gets too carried away on the touchline. Do you know what I mean, Will? Mm. He's running up and down the touchline. Said, now I, I I always found in my experience and matching watching matches, you have to keep still watching the match to notice and do something about anything that's gone wrong. You can't be running up and down the line. It means you're not really concentrating on the game. Uh, now, it's not the end of the world what I'm doing it, but I think you'd be, be better off cooling down, watching what's going on, because everything is, it happens quickly in football, and you have to watch it. But I think if you're running up and down and you're having a go at people, you can't be watching the game uh, as, as well as you should be doing it. But overall, I think he's doing a great job, and they are capable of winning it. Have you been impressed by the reaction that we've seen from them, John? Because a few weeks ago, you were chatting to Nathan, you off the back of the Man City game, and you were saying it was just about Arsenal keeping their heads after that game and making sure that one bad result didn't turn into a run of bad results. Yeah. And since then, they've been pushed, as you mentioned, the Aston Villa game, definitely the Bournemouth game a couple of weeks ago, uh, yeah. where you know potentially points could have been dropped, but Arsenal turned those into wins. And they call that kind of the mark of a champion, John, that if you can win yeah. in these situations where it gets a little bit sticky. I think that's right, Will. But what you've got to be very careful of, don't go behind so often. To put that right, you know, you know what I mean, Will? Yeah. You, you might do that for two or three matches, and, 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 and especially the matches that when they scored in six minutes over time. It was brilliant. And it was against one of the lesser... But they gave two goals away. Like you, don't want, you want to stop, certainly stop getting into that, where you have to come back like that. Because if you, if you do that too often... It will catch up on you, Richie. In other words, dominate from the start. You know, don't give don't give goals away as much. Now I know that, it, it, but but they live. Sorry, Arsenal are capable of doing that, and it's, it it shows good character to do what they did in the two or three matches that we did. But it's two or three matches that you've gone behind, and and if you keep doing that, well, it catches. Sometime it'll catch up on you, but but so far so good. I mean, they have they have come back well, and he, I think he's got them playing well. There's, there's no panic about them in matches that they could panic if they didn't have the clear head. 
And that's, that's down to the manager. But he's got to keep a cool head himself. Yeah. No, I think it's important to just keep winning, at least until they go to the Etihad, and then you can see where the title race is after that second game against City. Uh, your old club leads, John, last weekend, very credible point, two-all draw against Brighton, which was a good result given how well uh, Brighton have been going this season. Again, like Leeds pick up so many of their points at home that you know they have to turn around this away record if they're going to stay in the Premier League. And this feels like a really big game on Saturday when Leeds go to Wolves. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I just noticed something down there uh, uh, there's, there's, there's five points separating nine teams at the bottom of the league, Will. So every team around there needs to pick up points together because it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be an unbelievable race to keep out of the relegation. And Leeds are obviously in it. I have a feeling watching them that they'll get out of it because they, they have a good work, work ethic. They're capable of scoring goals. They don't defend, they concede a lot of goals. Well, you know, but, but I have a feeling that they'll, they'll get out of it. I mean, one of the teams I think might go down is, is not Forest, and they seem to be out of it more than the other teams. But I think that they, could, they could be the, the third team yeah. to go down. That's, I have a feeling on that, that, that they're not, not, not really good enough, I don't think, Forest. Yeah, important game both ends of the table with Newcastle taking on Nottingham Forest this weekend but uh, Leeds looking to pull away from the relegation zone with a result against Wolves on Saturday afternoon. John, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million. Thanks, Will. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League EFL, Scottish Premiership and much more live on Sky Sports.